Welcome back to Weather on the Go. I am meteorologist Madison Reck, and today I am joined by... Meteorologist Austin Lowe. Yeah, we're talking about tornadoes. Yes, uh, what a crazy weekend for you to be gone. Uh, yeah. Um, we had two confirmed tornadoes on the ground in northern Michigan. And, uh, you know, I'm going to be fully transparent here with this. Uh, we were on air for the tornado warning from Acosta County, uh, Isabella County, and Southern Clare County. And when I saw that debris ball mm. on air, uh, my voice was a little shaky. Yeah, uh, it was a good-looking debris ball, too. I saw right. the, the photos that you posted. It yeah. was well-developed. Right. And in case, in case at home you're wondering... Um, that's one thing that we look for on radar. Yes. Um, it's generally, it's very specific radar product that we use, but we use it to see the debris that's being lofted in the air exactly. by the tornado. So it's just another way to confirm that we do have a spin-up. Yes, and I, and I did share that on 9 and 10 News at 11 on Saturday to kind of show viewers uh, and you at home listening what it was like. So if you happen to miss it, I could probably throw some stuff on my social media. Mm -hmm. So I think it's a good thing to know what to look for when we're in severe weather coverage. Yeah. And, you know, we want you at home to be a part of watching us and know what you're looking at and because we look understand. at a lot of weird data sometimes. <laughs> yeah, and it's it's interesting. Um, this is vaguely off topic, but this, so Northern Michigan is not an area that normally sees a lot of severe weather. Like right. we know that it's not yeah. in the business. We'd say this is not a severe weather market. No, not at all. But both of us in some fashion come from severe weather markets. Yeah. I mean, you're Kansas from City. Kansas City. <laughs> yeah. So. Kansas City. We, we <laughs> saw it all. Well, even uh, when you were a little youngling, Alabama. Oh, yeah. Alabama was um, really bad. And it still is now. Yeah. But uh, even in southern Michigan, we had our fair shares. And then I was uh, my first job was in central Illinois. And believe it or not, they get a lot of uh, mm -hmm. bad storms down there, too. Yeah. But uh, I kind of wanted to talk about the two tornadoes that touched down in case you missed any of our newscasts. Um, and then I'll turn it over to Madison for a moment. But uh, mm -hmm. just wanted to talk about the two that did touch down. The first one, yeah, a recap, uh, was in Macosta County. It was an EF1 tornado around the Sylvester area, southeast of Canadian Lakes. And it touched down roughly around 333, just northeast of 95th and four miles. So if you're in the Sylvester area, you know exactly where that is. Uh, and it was on the ground for three miles uh, with about 100 yards and uh, lifted at 3.41 p.m. just east of 70th Avenue between 5 and 6 Mile in Madison. I know that we got photos mm -hmm. right at the tail end at 70th Avenue between 5 and 6 Mile, and it was uh, incredible to see some of the damage from an mm -hmm. EF1 tornado. An EF1, yeah, yeah. I think that's what's always interesting because I think mostly up here we deal with a lot of straight line wind damage yeah. or just downbursts right. um, from thunderstorms. But and down a downburst, if you don't know what that is, it's just winds rushing down to the surface from a storm uh, or like think of something the cloud can't hold anymore. So it drops a ton of rain with it and then wind horizontally. And a lot of too. really cold air. Yeah. And that just rushes those winds out. But... Yeah, so we, we get a lot of damage from straight line winds, but it's really interesting to see the comparison because, you know, we don't, you don't hear a lot about EF0s, EF1s, because 
they're not the big headlines. Right. Um, but they can still be incredibly damaging, especially oh, yeah. if they go through the wrong location. Exactly. Um, and we're so thankful to hear that there were no injuries yeah, or no deaths no with these two uh two tornadoes in northern Michigan. The other one was in Clare County. Uh, the tornado pretty much squeaked between Farwell and downtown Clare. Mm -hmm. uh, so it did impact some communities in the Clare area. Uh, just to the north and east, it started out uh, around 5.09 p.m., three miles northeast of Clare, around Surrey Road and Cornwell Avenue at 5.09. Um, it was on the ground for 3.6 miles and had a peak wind of 85 miles per hour in EF0. So what's interesting about this, when I was looking at this yesterday, so the Claire tornado was on the ground longer, but was mm -hmm. a weaker tornado. Mm -hmm. and the Macosta County tornado was on the ground less time, interesting. Uh, but it was stronger. Interesting. So it, it, yeah. it, it's kind of one of those things where it really doesn't matter. A tornado a tornado is a tornado, and mm -hmm. it's going to do damage regardless. And there's so. so much that goes into the dynamics oh, yeah. of a tornado. Andrea, so our uh, weekend anchor, asked me, so is it true that tornadoes can just disappear? <laughs> In a sense, yeah, they can. Uh, when you have uh, the cold air you're talking about yep. can rush in behind it, and then... Yep. Vortex Especially is if gone. It's, it's not really well formed to begin with, yeah. but it's a um, science that we just don't fully understand yet. Yeah, in all seriously seriousness, <laughs> yes, it is. I remember uh, one of my classes; we were taught two uh, theories for the development of tornadoes. Yeah, um, because right now that's that's about all we have. Are they well thought out and um, generally accepted theories? Yes, like yeah. there's not a lot of like. Um, discussion uh in the community the scientific community right. about like the mechanics but it's it's those those two theories that are still being tested and proven yeah um, and it's a hard thing to test and prove because you literally have to get in front of a tornado uh which or 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 send something inside of the tornado yes have you seen the movie twister uh, yes exactly <laughs> yeah. exactly so it's uh it's it's a dangerous science exactly um, trained trained people do this yes yes but um yeah we, we really got lucky with yeah. this situation uh, the, the positioning of the tornadoes, the fact that they were on the weaker side, and the fact that they were very short-lived. Yes. Um, really. And the other thing that's really tough about, especially like Clare County and Macosta County, it's right in between like the Gaylord radar and the Grand Rapids mm -hmm. radar and mm -hmm. the Detroit radar. So it's just, it's in the middle. So a lot of the time when we're picking up rotation, it's at the middle levels of the atmosphere. And that's what really amazed me about the debris ball mm -hmm. was that you could see you it. could see it that far away. Uh, and simply because the radar is already, you know, uh, yeah. a good deal above the ground. Here's, a, here's a, fun, a fun little lesson. I know we've talked about this before, but I, I think it's a good opportunity to talk about it again. Um, radar, uh, sees multiple levels of the atmosphere at a time. Yes. The farther you get away from the radar, the higher up it's seeing in the atmosphere. So the Gaylord radar was only picking up the very tippy top of that storm right. all the way down in Clare. So we couldn't see what was happening at the ground. The reason why it does that, folks, is because the earth is curved. Yes, so as, exactly. the, as you go farther away, it curves away from the radar beam, and the radar beam just keeps going straight out unless it hits something. If it hits something, it bounces back, yeah. and that's how we see. Right. Um, yeah. <laughs> or other <Rain>. things. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I remember I was even looking. <laughs> I'm sitting in uh, East Tennessee 
uh, at my grandparents' house, and I'm like, oh, oh no, we've got we've to we've watch out there. I don't need to look, but I'm going to look. I saw the, uh, the signature, the, um, the rotation. Yeah. And even I was a little bit confused because it looked so weak from where I was sitting. But right. again, yep. that's the situation. We were looking so high up in the atmosphere that, yeah, the, the return looked weak. And the other thing to think about, too, uh, is with tornadoes, like, you can't always see them. These were um, kind of a situation where you're dealing with a line of storms with embedded supercells, uh, and they had a lot of heavy precipitation with them. So mm-hmm. it's never a good Rain idea wrapped. to... Rain wrapped. Exactly. Go yeah. out and look for it, because sometimes oh you can't gosh. see it. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Please. Please do not look for the tornado. When we issue, or when the weather service issues a warning, yes. you take shelter. I that is, you know, we're a little personal here. That is my biggest pet peeve. Yeah. <laughs> um, because like in Kansas, so here's a little anecdote. Anecdote. The reason why I feel the way I do. Um, I was in Kansas during college, and we had a really bad day coming in. Like for days, every single station in the area was like, hey, be careful, four o'clock to seven o'clock, we have potential for long-lived violent tornadoes. This is not a time to mess around. So we were ready, we were prepared. When this thing took off, I have never seen a, a seen a rotation couplet quite like that, where we should, like the red and the green on the radar, that's where we look for rotation. And when they're right next to each other, it's called a couplet. I'd never seen anything like that before. So my family and I are all sitting there watching, and it's heading closer and closer and closer. They've got choppers, actually, uh, in a lot of the stations in Kansas City. So they had uh, the news chopper up in the sky watching the tornado, and you could not see it. The thing was at least a mile wide. We could tell that from how far back that the the news chopper had to be from the system itself. Mm -hmm. But the only thing you could see was the power flashes. And every now and then that power flash would light up enough that you could see the wedge. And that thing was massive, massive. So in the end, it wound up being an EF3. Um, I'm trying to remember, I think at one point it picked up to an EF4 and then weakened back to an EF3. Uh, It missed my family, but we heard the sirens going off. And I look out the window, and half of my neighborhood is standing outside. And they're looking in the wrong direction. This thing was rain-wrapped. Right. You wouldn't have been able to see it anyways. And they were looking in the wrong direction. And I was like, this is dangerous. Right. (laughs) This is dangerous. That is why we stay on air. Yeah. And try to give you that view so that you don't have to go out and look for it yourself. Correct. And, you know, I don't want to toot our own horn, but, you know, we, we, we went to school to know how things evolve mm-hmm. and, and know when looking at clouds. I mean, maybe I'm just a, a nutcase and I just happen to know this, but I look <laughs> at clouds and I'm like, okay, I know what's going on. Yeah, um, but a little bit. Yeah, a lot of the times, like when I was younger, even I'd look at clouds. I'd be like, "Oh, dark clouds! Something bad's going to happen." And mm-hmm. the real threat is not even where the dark clouds are no. at. You know, so mm-hmm. there's a just, lot of ins and outs. But yeah. so we just ask, you know, when severe weather's 
striking. You know, you, you turn yeah. us on and it's we're going to be there so, for you. It sounds so cheesy. I've heard so many people say it when thunder roars, go indoors. Love but it. you don't want to be the person that gets struck by lightning. No. Oh, my goodness. So it is just, yeah. So I I've had a solo. Out. Uh, severe weather yes. tackle. You've yeah, had you your were, own. Yeah, because you were running, you were running the whole thing by yourself. Yes, which I and, give you a uh, round of applause for. Our That's director was not here uh, at a point in time, so we kind of had to do it without me at the wall. Um, you know, just kind of talking over, which is good enough. Mm-hmm. You know, um, but it's a lot easier when you're in front of the wall mm-hmm. and communicating with people. Um, mm-hmm. So, but yeah. I give all props, not just to myself, but my director, everybody in operations in the mm-hmm. back, um, yeah. the anchors, it's, they, it's all very helpful. It's a lot. But yeah. I think that, again, the situation panned out in the best way possible. And yes. I just want to say thanks to everyone on our Facebook page. Yeah. Um, because we've been able to get a lot of reports, um, people sending in videos, photos. That helps so much it helps so much even if we don't respond to your comment we saw it yes um and especially on a day like that like we don't have the time to go through and comment thank you to everybody so we do really appreciate it yeah yeah it is literally you're running around and getting as much done as you physically can and you had your own experience when you first started a couple weeks yeah (laughs) uh, a couple weeks ago it was about a year ago um the outbreak in um was it emmett county emmett county it was uh sheboygan too because indian river east jordan east jordan and indian river that's where it was we had two um tornado warned cells but they wound up just being straight line winds but that was wild wild to say the least it is really a high stress environment but it's one of those situations where you know your focus is on what is right in front of you, and it is yes. those storms, and nothing else matters. Right. So, so yeah, there's there's so much that goes into it, so much that goes into it. But yes, thank you all. Uh, yeah, thank you very much. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, we. And it's uh, also a big deal that you trust us. Yeah. To provide that information. And so. I shared that on my Facebook page. I think on Saturday afternoon, after being done with, uh, even though it was one warning up here, um, and a couple of severe thunderstorm warnings. Uh, it, it was a big responsibility, you know, to uh, to take other people's lives in your hands. And uh, mm-hmm. it's a little emotional to talk about it and just say, yeah, even though it was an EF0 and EF1, yeah. it was still a tornado and, you know, people were okay. It's, so thank yeah, you again for trusting in us. Yeah. Yeah. It is a, a big responsibility. Back to that, uh, that tornado that I saw in Kansas City. I didn't see it, but I witnessed was a part of um after that they actually had to bring in um uh whatchamacallit people to help at the station they brought in um uh trauma counselors to the station um because it was just (laughs) a little traumatic to say the least there were no deaths i don't think involved but the property damage and I also forgot to mention that that tornado was headed for downtown Kansas City, and it was not slowing down. Right. Um, so it is. Uh, Even meteorologists can be scared of, oh, yeah. of, of weather. So. Yeah. 
man. You're not alone out there. The stories I could tell. <laughs> but unfortunately, we have to start wrapping up. Yes, we do. Our time is done. Uh, every time we do it, Madison. Man, uh, I could sit know. here and talk for like an hour about this. We're actually friends, too, which I yes. think makes this a little easier. And I feel like I haven't seen you in forever. So this oh, is yeah, a good Oh, yeah. We've chat. been like running back and forth <laughs> with each other with vacations and such. Um, but yeah, so this was really fun. Yeah. Okie dokie. Well, thank you so much for joining us. We will be back in another week or so. It's going to be Tom and Michael hanging out. So thanks for uh, listening, not watching. Thanks for listening. You can find more details uh, about our page and all of our other podcasts anywhere that you listen to podcasts. Uh, Also follow us on Facebook for the latest updates. Um, We're really active over there. Thank you very much for listening today. And uh, have a nice day.